Traffic Update. Looks like we've got your usual slowdowns over the Hangover Franklin Bridge. Sorry that I can't deliver you a traffic report right now. My dogs are whizzing all over the juice this little room that I'm in. My name's Mimi, and I've got 50 seconds left to tell you absolutely nothing because I loaded a traffic report into the system that clearly has no traffic well, report. Well, let's do new traffic where I ask you about how's 275 looking. Looking magnificent. A little bit backed up on the uh, Tampa side of the Howard Franklin Bridge. You may want to use Gandhi as an alternate. If you're heading over the Bayside Bridge, look out because there's very frequently police activity right south of the Bayside Bridge. How's I-4 looking today? No one cares because I-4 is outside of our listening area. What about US-19? US-19 is jam-packed like it always is. I'd avoid the area at all costs if I could. I-4 is in the listening area. Lakeland, everybody listens. Winter Haven. Lakeland, Lakeland's looking magnificent right now. Watch out if you're carrying drugs because Grady Judd wants to put you in jail. The Sunshine Skyway, a very tall bridge. What about Southdale Mabry or S- Northdale Mabry? Look out if it rains because that entire area is going underwater. We're Drew Garabo and Seth Kushner filling in for Mimi because she forgot to load the traffic report in, but she still kept the bed for some stupid, insane reason that I can't even imagine why. Is Lime Bob backed up? I have to know. We'll tell you next. Coming up tonight on The Bone. Yeah, buddy, coming up at the show, it's Spank a Hawk Girl Friday with a creepy guy in the corner. A woman reveals that she was addicted to porn and she would watch it eight hours a night. Doctors are now claiming that bodybuilders don't boost muscle strength. In a shocking moment that a heavy metal fan was thrown from stage and died. Yeah, it's all coming up, so listen. It's The Billy Madison Show. Now on from 6 to 8 p.m. on 1025 The Bone. Real. Raw. Radio. So what we're going to do, kids, we have 10-year-old Riley dressed as a bumblebee. Uh, let's see. Riley's on microphone four. Hello, Riley. Thank you very much for being here with us. You see what I did there? Being mm-hmm. bee because you're a bee? Yes. <laughs> very clever, isn't it? Very clever that I would. So uh, Riley is 10 and Riley is a bumblebee. Yes. Yes. All right. That's Mr. Seth right there. If you uh, if you knocked on a door to trick or treat and someone who looked like that opened uh, opened the door, would you take candy from that person? No. Very good. <laughs> very good. Very smart, Riley. Very smart. She's my favorite already. Uh, we also have ten uh, year old Aiden who is Indiana Jones. I believe that will be on microphone three. Uh, hello, Aiden. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, same question. You knock on a door and a dude who looks like that opens it up and he's wearing only a bathrobe. Uh, would you accept candy from that person? Probably. Okay. Yeah! All right. Well. I've got sun chips. <laughs> and uh, finally, six-year-old Evan is, uh, oh, by the way, uh, yes, Aiden is Indiana Jones. Uh, and six-year-old Evan is a Wolverine. Hello. Hello. How are you, young man? Good. Good. I really like your costume a lot. Yes. Did you? Uh, somebody said you wanted to say something about Touch a Tush Thursday yesterday. Yes, I just wanted to ask my mom, what did your butt feel like? Well, I, I think I actually felt your mom's uh, um, behind. Oh boy, this is uncomfortable. Uh, and it was uh, it was a very respectful uh, behind, suitable for sitting on chairs and couches. And uh, I like your mom a lot as friends. Your mom and I like each other as friends. Do, do you think it's Do you think it's funny that Mr. Drew felt your mom's butt? Yes. <laughs> Do you think it's funny that when I felt it, it went right all over my hands? It was crazy. Yes. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so uh, uh, if you knocked on the door for candy and a guy who looked like that opened the door, would you take candy from that guy? Um, Probably no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got one out of three. That's good enough. All right, kids, we're going to ask you some questions here about trick-or-treating, and you're going to say, is this house okay, yes or no? Now, we will start with Riley the Bumblebee. She will be first. Huh? So uh, I've got some sound effects over here, and what we're going to do is we're going to decide if a house is okay. 
See if we have a knock here. All right. Okay. And uh, there should be a, a door open. Uh, the door open and close isn't uh, isn't working. It's so okay. We'll just pretend the yeah, door we can, open. We can move past it. Okay, uh, Riley, Tom Brady answers the door. Quarterback for the New England Patriots. He tells you that if you help pump up all his footballs to regulation size, he will buy you the entire Skittles factory. Is this house okay? No. That's right. This house is that, is that, it's not okay? I mean, it's, it's Tom Brady. She, he's asking her to illegally uh, inflate his uh, his football. Skittles factory. Yeah, no, no, no. The end does not justify the means. Okay. Very good, Riley. That house was not okay. Uh, moving on to uh, Evan, uh, right next to you. Uh, Evan, a dude answers. Oh, hold on one second. Evan. A dude answers the door and says, I'll give you Taylor Swift shaped Reese's cups if you'll sing Bad Blood with him on his karaoke machine. Is that house okay? No. That house is not okay. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Good job. All right. Now we've got 10-year-old Aiden as Indiana Jones. Aiden, you're knocking on a door. You go up to a house that doesn't have any lights on. You ring the doorbell, and a guy peeks out of the blinds and stares at you for a few minutes until the cop car in front of his house leaves. Is this house okay? No, because he probably got arrested. That's right. That house is not okay. It's definitely not okay. The parents okay. have to be very proud so far. So proud. We're doing Is This House Okay? A public service from us to the community. Uh, we're back to Riley the Bumblebee. Riley, you knock on the door or ring it, whatever. Elsa answers the door and says if you help her build a snowman out of the devil's dandruff that she's cutting up on the kitchen table, she'll take you to Piggly Wiggly for some candy corn. Is this house okay? No. This house is not okay. Very good. Wow, these kids are so bright. No fooling these kids. All right, next uh, six-year-old Evan. Evan, a nice lady doesn't answer the door, but she offers you a kale smoothie through her doggy door. Is this house okay? Probably, but I think it's no, and I'll probably say get out of this town and leave this community. Community. That's right, because kale smoothies are gross. Very good. He's giving her a leave the community over leave the kale the community smoothie. Leave the community over a kale smoothie. We don't want you here. All right. Uh, next, we've got we've got ten year old Aiden. That was awesome. Aiden, a man dressed as Santa answers the door. He says he's practicing for his stint at the mall this year, and wants to know if you will sit on his lap in exchange for a candy cane as big as Jacob two times heart. Is this house okay? No, because it's probably not. There's probably not such thing as a candy cane that big. That's right. This house is not okay. Not okay. Some smart children these days. Not okay. All right, we're back to my little bumblebee, uh, Riley. Riley. Jared Fogle answers the door and is immediately tackled by the FBI. In his house are 15 bags of sour gummy bears. Do you walk in and get them after he's arrested? No, because they're no. probably tainted, right? Yeah. That's right. That house is not okay. Not okay. Jared Fogel question. Not okay either. Well, he was tackled immediately when he opened the door. Shame on you. All right, young Evan. A dude dressed as Walter White from Breaking Bad says he will give you all the blue rock candy you could ever imagine if you help him take down Gus Fring. Is this house okay? No. No, that house is not okay. <laughs> Gustavo Fring cannot be taken down. You're in the middle of Is This House Okay? Our public service from uh, us to the community. We have some of our coworkers' kids here. Deciding, is this house okay? Uh, finally, we're back to Riley. Riley, you knock on the door or ring the bell, and a woman answers, holding a giant pair of scissors. She asks you to help cut her hair in exchange for a bag of fun-sized Kit Kats. 
Is this house okay? No. Actually, that house was okay. Uh, that was that was an okay. It's okay to cut somebody's hair in exchange for candy. Sure, that's just a little cosmetology thing. What? That's fine. Really? Uh, we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go to Aiden next. I, I don't know if it's okay to do things in exchange for candy. Says on my sheet that this house was okay. Well, I'm, just so you know, Nikki said it was okay, but I don't think it's okay. I mean, why is it not okay? It seems like it's okay to me, Nikki. Yeah. I don't know what sense big hang up is. Uh, all right, we go to Aiden next. Aiden, you knock on the door, and a nice lady answers. She asks you if you want to be a movie director for one night in a film starring her and her boyfriend. In exchange, she'll give you five full-size Snickers bar and ten bucks. Is this house okay? No, because it's not worth it. Not worth it. No. No, you want to be Steven Spielberg there. None. None. We have uh, six-year-old Evan now, dressed as Wolverine. Evan, you're out trick-or-treating. Yes. (laughs) Guy with the van stops you on the street. He says he's got a huge bag of Sour Patch Kids for you if you get inside the van to help him solve his Rubik's Cube. Is this van okay? No, because he will probably give me half the bag. That's right. Only <laughs> half the bag. Only half the bag. You got to hold out for the whole bag, Aiden. Good job. Good job. That house was definitely not okay. Or van. All right. Finally, last one for Riley, the 10-year-old Bumblebee. Ring the bell. A woman answers. She says, oh, you look so cute. I'd love to take a picture of you in exchange for some Skittles. All you have to do is come on inside and pose with some of her baby dolls. Is this house okay? No, because she's probably too old for baby dolls. That's right. She is very (laughs) disturbing. You kids are great. Let's give it up for all these kids. Great job. Your parents should be very proud. You had the right answers for all those. Good job, guys. You did very well. Please feel free to take all the candy with you that you want, but not Nikki's Cupcakes. There's second best baked goods here. How was that? Did you guys enjoy... Was it fun being on the radio? Yes. Good. Right, you guys were great. Good job, everybody. Good job. Good job. Thank you very much to our uh, coworkers as well for trusting the, uh, trusting us around. No, the parents don't look too angry, so that's okay. Not yet, but okay. there'll be several snide remarks after they, uh, they no, leave our no. studio. No, no. Are okay. you guys okay? Thank you, Scotty. Okay, you guys are great. You. Thank you, Rhonda. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, coming up next, Andrew Garabo live. Uh, now, Let me wait till the kids leave to do this tease. Wow, because... What are we talking about next? I mean, Vincent Jackson from the Bucks is going to call. Right in moments, but we've got the H.O.T. Well, thank you. Thank you. Great the, job. The, someone forgot their child. <laughs> Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda's like, oh, you're on your own, kid. Shalom, my friends. Welcome back to the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day. The first rule of the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day is don't talk about it. Just tweet me at Seth Cush and tell me how much you love it because I love you. Kisses Bay. This is very cool. Like when you want to talk to an NFL player, talking to them during the season is very difficult because they don't have a lot of time. Um, this guy was not only a guest on our show on phone, but this dude actually, and I don't I'm sure he'll remember this. I'm sure in fact it was probably one of the most memorable things he's ever done. I hope he hasn't forgotten because I surely haven't. He interviewed you while you were in a baby, a kid's bed, well, right? Well, we interviewed him when I was with Jade. I had an idea because Vincent was promoting his book, uh, Donnie Dog Tags, I believe. So we had him come in, and he read to me like I was a kid, and we got a race car bed set up in the studio, and he he read me the story. That's a great interview. It looked like he was having a good time. I look at the pictures all the time. I'm sure he remembers <laughs> it. We welcome back to the show right now, ladies and gentlemen, from your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Vincent Jackson. Hey, Vincent. Hey, greetings, guys. How you doing? Man, really good. It's good to hear from you again. Uh, you, of course, do remember reading to Seth when he was in a race car bed, right? 
Absolutely. He even had his pajamas on. I forget what, uh, was it Spider-Man? <laughs> he had on? I think there was a Spider-Man blanket, yes. I just really wanted to set yeah, the mood okay. to act like a kid. <laughs> oh, that was that was fun. Yeah, we were promoting the uh, the book that we wrote a couple years ago, and uh, it was a good time, man. We had fun. We had Jade in there, and uh, yeah, um, you guys are always entertaining. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. You're a heck of a guy for what you do for our community, Vincent. Not only the uh, accomplishments that you do on the field, but off the field, you give back to the community, especially to our servicemen. And what is going on Saturday, uh, November 7th is awesome. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Florida Center at the Florida State Fairgrounds, courtesy of Vincent Jackson, the Military Resource and Employment Symposium. You'll be working with veterans, getting them back in the workforce, job interview skills, financial planning, family resiliency, but it's also fun for the whole family with kids' activities, free food from 11 to 2, free parking. People can pre-register at jacksoninaction83.org and receive a free gift at check-in. Vincent, tell us why the military means so much to you, my good man. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the rundown on the event, man. We're very excited about it. This is our first year with this exact uh, or this specific program. But um, if nobody doesn't know my background, I am a military brat myself. Um, My father served in the Army for about 21, 22 years. Uh, My mom was in briefly as an enlisted soldier, and then she got out but ended up working for the government for the next, you know, 25 years or so. Um, So I've just been very familiar with, you know, living on a military base, dealing with uh, having a parent deployed, um, traveling, you know, multiple times as a kid, changing elementary schools. And so I really understand what the military lifestyle is about, what they go through, and there's so many great foundations out there that do a lot for the troops, you know, just as we do. Um, it's very well-deserved, these guys, and, you know, these men and women are out there making the ultimate sacrifice. But our little niche there is to also provide some support there and bridge that gap there for the uh, the family structure. I think sometimes people forget what's going on at home with the spouses and the kids as, you know, these families have to transition from state to state or overseas and things like that. So we really try to try to hone in on, uh, you know, providing programs and things that um, help them. So this event is just another another one of our programs that is just, I think, is going to take off. Um, been well-received here at McDill Air Force Base right here in Tampa in our backyard. Um, tons of tons of supporters, tons of local businesses are coming out looking to actively interview and hire um, these young veterans and, you know, people looking to transition from the military world to the civilian world. And uh, we couldn't be more excited about it. Good for you, man. This is great. We're speaking with Vincent Jackson on the Twitter machine. He is Vincent T. Jackson, and his foundation is JIA83 Foundation. Uh, Vincent, let's not mince words here. The Buccaneers are taking a beating in the media right now and on the field. A lot of loudmouth radio jerks want to say bad things of about course. your team. Uh, certainly not us, of course, but uh, but, a, but a lot of them. Uh, when things like this happen, I'm sure you guys are professionals and you suck it up and you got to play every week regardless, but why is it that everyone always wants to point at the coach uh, when the team is underperforming? And how do you as a player feel about that when there's this huge undercurrent of, well, lovey this and lovey that? You know, it's tough to see, you know, especially when you build a personal relationship and uh, you really grow to, you know, know a guy and love a guy like Lovey and what he's about and what he stands for. Um, it's tough to see. But again, this is part of our business um, as professionals. You know, we are head, held to a standard and a level that we're expected to to perform at and unfortunately you know thus far in the season we haven't quite done that um there's qu- still quite a bit of season left and we expect to to turn this thing around um but again i have the utmost confidence in lovey i think he's doing all the right things um again lovey doesn't go out there and line up and play you know players do got to take some responsibility for it um there's multiple occasions if you're really 
breaking down the film and looking at it like we do, we understand that a lot of it sometimes is execution problems more than it is, um, you know, some of the logistics. And, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely trying to write that ship. Sure. We're speaking with Vincent Jackson, wide receiver from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Speaking of being professionals, do people tweet you stupid crap about your weekly performances and how it affects their fantasy lineup? Oh, absolutely, man. Oh. I get it more more than social media. I mean, I get my buddies from college hitting me up, sending me texts and emails, saying, hey, you know, let me know if you're going to, you know, get the ball a lot this week or is Doug healthy. You know, is Doug, is Doug Martin healthy or are you guys going to run it 20 times? So everybody's always trying to get a little bit of insight. Fantasy football has definitely changed the, uh, the, the dynamic of the fan uh, base here at, uh, you know, the professional world. But it's fun, man. It's gotten so more, so more many people involved. Women are more involved, in, I think, in football than it used to be 10 years ago. Yeah. And that's exciting, man. It's, uh, you know, it really helps the game. It is in a way, but I can only imagine as a player, because, look, I'm in six leagues. I, I am fantasy football crazy. Seth's in nine leagues. Don't tell him that, please. Nine <laughs> leagues. I'm a loser, Vincent. But, uh, you it's know, okay. but right. right. But no matter what a player does, I'm never going to be that guy who tweets a dude to say, oh, how could you? You ruined my fantasy. Like, I don't understand these idiots out there who think that you guys are for some reason not trying your hardest out on the field right. and that is somehow going to help you if I motivate you by telling you that my stupid team needs you to go for 150 yards and two touchdowns <laughs> on any given Sunday. That's got to get a little old, right, Vincent? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But you got to you got to take it with what it is. I mean, you know, we got to go out there. We got a job to do and we got to keep it in perspective. But, you know, we, we appreciate the positivity as much as uh, – as anything, and um, you know, I, I definitely understand people got money on the line or whatever it is they're doing <laughs> in the personal in the free time. If they got nine leagues, nine games, or leagues like that, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's all right, man. Because at least he's tuned in, and uh, you know, hopefully he's rooting for it. And don't worry, Vincent, you're on a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got money on the line. We have what hundreds of dollars on the line. Meanwhile, these guys are playing for millions of dollars. Yeah, we're the ones who right. take it so personally. Um, you've played with quite a few quarterbacks in your illustrious career, Vincent Jackson. Does Jameis Winston? have everything what that it takes to be one of the best quarterbacks? I really do think he does. You know what I mean? He, is, uh, he has all the physical tools, but what has impressed me about this guy more than anything since he showed up back in the springtime is the fact that, you know, he has a mental IQ. Uh, from the shoulders up, this guy is very bright. Um, he makes great decisions. He's a great competitor, and uh, he's a leader. Um, those things you don't really see, you know, shine in the young guy um, this early in his career, but he has definitely proven to me that, he has the tools and uh, he has the drive to, to do what he needs to do um, to be successful in this league. That's awesome, man. I'm really glad to hear that. You seem like a guy who keeps it real professional on the field, not like a Des Bryant or one of those guys yap, yap, yapping. Do you trash talk at all while you're out there? Oh, no. I um, I got I got so much more to focus on, and I think that stuff just is just going to distract you because, you know, um, guys get caught up in one-on-one -on -one battles and things like that. You're going to forget about your job. You're not going to execute as well. And, um, you know, I don't need to take away from our team, man, just because of my personal vendetta. Good for you, man. What a healthy attitude to have. We were speaking with Vincent Jackson Saturday, November 7th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., the Florida Center at the Florida State Fairgrounds, a career fair, veterans resources, resume counseling, speaker sessions presented by USAA and the Jackson in Action Foundation, number 83. Yes, Seth. Uh, Vincent, I wanted to know if you're all caught up on Game of Thrones, and if so, are you a Stark or a Lannister? Oh, man, come on. You know i got to be a Lannister. A Lannister? <laughs> I never would have thought that in a million years. You detestable uh, no, son. I, I actually, I'm actually probably a little bit behind uh, on the new stuff coming out. But um, last season, I, I definitely caught everything in it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm still a fan. You know what I mean? It's a great show. It's entertaining. And, uh, you know, I don't have a lot of free time, but 
I definitely make sure that's on my DVR. Well, you are the man for joining us in season like this, Vincent. We hope you get healthy real quick. We know you're listed as questionable this week, but if I've got you in three of my fantasy football oh, teams, please, I'm not looking for any inside info. I'm just saying don't <laughs> don't judge me harshly if I don't start you this week because I'm not buying this questionable in the lineup on Sunday, my man. No worries. I appreciate the support, guys. We're going to get it right, and uh, hopefully Bucks get away with a win. Oh, and please, Vincent, please tell Drew that you run your own Vincent T. Jackson Twitter account. I tell him every time that you hit me with a favorite that you actually run it, and he does not believe me. Oh, absolutely. I am the only one that has access to that account, and uh, anything that gets retweeted or liked or anything else or posted on that account comes directly from me. Yeah. Sure, buddy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, you take it easy, Vincent. Best luck to you the rest of the way, and uh, thanks for making time for us, bro. Hey, man, thanks for the support of the foundation and uh, getting the word out. Always. Go Bucks. Thank you very much, man. Take it easy. Later. Bye-bye.